what's occurring everyone and happy new year right i've hijacked this feed for a couple of seconds just to tell you about a new cycling podcast that you might want to listen to in between what's occurring episodes of course funny enough it's called the garant thomas cycling club hosted by me garant thomas and my mate tom fordyce yeah in some ways gee this is a little bit weird isn't it because there's me amateur rider pedals around at weekends cycles with his mates there's you tour de france winner and we're starting a cycling club from scratch. The nice thing is, everyone's invited. Now, we don't really know what we're doing. For some reason, I've ended up as interim chairman. You, Geraint, have promised to produce big guests for the podcast. We've got a Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter. We've made a good start. What are we going to do on the show? Well, we'll basically take you inside the pro world with episodes on climbing, crashes, cafes, all sorts. And we've even let Luke come on a couple yeah, it's going to be good. Go and search for the Geraint Thomas Cycling Club in all your usual podcast places and get listening to the episodes. Now, back to what's occurring. What's occurring, Bert? What's occurring? Presented by Swift. How's things, mate? Yeah, not bad. Just get a massage, actually. Oh, yeah? Is she hot? Living a lot. Uh, she's got a bit of a beard, so, but, you know. Oh. They know. <laughs> Slovenian man. <laughs> yeah. Nah, um, yeah, all good. You don't sound quite as good as last time I spoke to you. What's up with that? I thought you got a new mic. Oh mate, I yeah, I left that in uh left that in Cardiff. I uh yeah, I've got the old back on the snowball. Uh keeping it real. Where'd you get your new mic from though? <laughs> uh it was a, it was a <laughs> gift off um off the Geraint Thomas Cycling Club, actually, very nice of them. Ah. Yeah, I was I was a guest on their on their podcast, so uh, yeah, it was it was nice of them to have me. But yeah, it wasn't it, it wasn't the same as what's occurring. You know, you, it's uh, yeah, a bit bit different. I felt a bit betrayed, but um, yeah, no, mate. give me a gift nonetheless. <laughs> it's different, different uh, podcast, different vibe, but uh, a bit more diversified. Got diversified in these unprecedented times, mate. No, it was a good one, mate. When when will I, when will that one be out? I think your one. I don't know. I think it's like episode five or six. You know, build up build up the uh, listeners, so then hit them with the big stuff. Yeah, we've got a few followers first. Exactly. Ah, good man. Ah, who's uh? We've had a lot of people asking, haven't we? If we're if we're still cracking on with what's occurring, but the answer's obviously yes. You've got your own. Cycling club now, so that's uh, different, exciting. Different, yeah, but this is definitely keeping going. A bit more sort of, well, there's no planning in this, is there? Just <laughs> no. just, just have a chat, whatever's going on in the world. That's uh, a statement. Any races or whatever, so. Yeah, it's all good. How are you doing anyway? You've obviously had COVID, all recovered. Oh, mate, yeah. Um, yeah, it buckled me, actually. So I had... Obviously, I had a long off season. Then I uh, started training for a couple of weeks, and then I got hit with that. So it was pretty big setback, and um, yeah, hit me pretty hard. Like right the way over the Christmas period, Christmas was non-existent. So um, yeah, bit bit grim, and it phew, I was buckled, mate, to be honest. But um, yeah, just kind of getting back into the swing of things now. I'm, I'm a, I had another kid as well, didn't I? So um, father of two. Yeah. It's a bit frightening. So, been a busy uh, few weeks, really, haven't it? Yeah, two rights. Yeah, COVID and a baby. Happy days. 
high yeah. and low. Well, good there. Everything's all good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'll bounce back. But um, right. Speaking of guests, we've got we've got we've got someone joining us, haven't we? You got an introduction lined up, G? Uh, no. To be honest, I haven't done any prep for this. I thought I'd leave it to you. You know, I've got two podcasts, mate. I've got limited time. <laughs> and you do preparation <laughs> neither. Um, no, I haven't done an intro yet, so we'll wing it. So, very special guest. We would like to welcome the Giro d'Italia winner, 2020 winner, the Ginger Ninja. He's got a fetish for red circles. Welcome, Mr. Teo Gegenhart. What's happening? Hey, Luke, KG. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. About time, I'd say. Been waiting for the call for two years, but anyway. Well, we'll like you said, we've got football and crap and build up to the big one. So you are. <laughs> Can't just have any old guest on. You've got to win something to get on this. Yeah, true. True, I rate that. Got to keep the, uh, keep the riffraff <laughs> out. Or just be a host. <laughs> hey first question actually just popped straight into my head you know your surname i do where is it irish or what where's it yeah it's, yeah island yeah uh carlo uh the south of ireland um it's weird actually like there was an article in the carlo newspaper like whatever six weeks ago two months ago and i was like reading all about all this family history that i had no idea about like cousins and aunties and we used to go there a bit visit when I was a kid but I didn't know much so it was strange to learn about yourself in a newspaper article but uh, yeah so uh, your, still got quite a bit of family there is it your mum or your dad or both of them like who was from uh, yeah my old man's like Scottish and Irish and then my mum's uh, English and Irish so right. Celtic mongrel yeah <laughs> no Welsh though luckily <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know is what that, Is that two surnames then, or is that one name? Yeah, Gagan's my dad's name and, and uh, Hart's my mum's name, yeah. Ah, uh, so. So, uh, how's camp, boys? I'm not there. These two are in Gran Canaria. What am I missing out on? A lot of hours. Yeah, yeah, definitely. A lot of roads. Roads blocked, so kind of up and down the same road quite a lot, which is, uh, yeah, fun. But why, why are they blocked? Landslides. There was a load of rain. Um, start of the year and I don't think well I don't know they just don't seem bothered about clearing the roads so as they're blocked they just leave them and uh, yeah just go right up and down the same roads but it's been alright though it's been good you know see the new boys yeah. uh, Yatesy and Deplus and uh, who else is there Pidcock yeah it's been a decent camp is, uh, is Dylan kicking all your heads in still? We've been in bubbles, mate. We're um, free bubbles in the camp. So, yeah, G and that, as far as I know, G hasn't. I definitely haven't ridden with with many people the whole camp, really. I think I've ridden with four guys for the whole time, maybe five. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, obviously different than normal, isn't it? But um, it is what it is. I'm happy we're here, to be honest. I think everyone is. I think it's better yeah. than, than uh, yeah, obviously not seeing each other at all. Especially for me, it was weird. Like, I hadn't seen anyone from the team since the last race. I guess you you always see a little bit of each other back home in, in Monaco and stuff. So, yeah, it was nice to 
catch up with everyone. I haven't seen Castro since since we were in Milan together, so that's pretty mad. That's cool. Move it. So um didn't miss anything there though, eh? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a nice guy. I'm joking. Yeah, gutted I couldn't come to camp and see Castro. <laughs> no, I meant because he, he didn't even come to dinner that night because he'd gone on holiday at like 6 a.m. the next day. So he was straight on the uh, on the flight home. Why? He should have just partied all night and gone straight to the airport. No party in COVID times, mate. I ain't, I ain't had a party in about two years. Just get a, like, When's the last time you guys went out? Did you go out at all this year? No comment. <laughs> no, no, you can't, can you? I, I mean... Yeah, it's been uh <laughs> same for everyone. There's like nowhere open. Yeah. Clubs, bars, restaurants, uh, clubs, so it's been uh, uh yeah, yeah. Same old, especially so, back in the UK, you can't even see anyone in your house and stuff. So yeah. What happened after the Giro then, Teo? Not much, to be honest, mate. I was uh got back to London and it was tier uh, something. Uh restaurants were open. I think it was tier two, maybe. Um, so I had maybe two or three nights in the restaurant, but then it was like 10 p.m. closing, so that was a bit weird and different. And then it went into some something else, which is basically locked. Oh no, it was lockdown, wasn't it? It went into lockdown, lockdown light. I think everyone was calling it in London. Um, but it went into lockdown, so I was sat at home for four weeks in Hackney. Um, but yeah, you know how it is. Just, Still busy, a lot of phone calls and stuff, but um, yeah, didn't leave what, the house that much to be honest. What about the night you won though? Like, uh, we just had dinner in the hotel, mate. Uh, we was out in the middle of nowhere, like an hour outside of Milan, I think, or 45 minutes or something. So it was curfew there as well in Lombardia. You weren't allowed out after I think it was 8 pm, you couldn't be on the streets, so there was no zero zero options, mate. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, we just had a really nice time, to be honest. Your, just get a shitload of Dom P in your room, mate. No, <laughs> oh, I was pretty tight. Yeah, but uh, we had dinner. Uh, every rider made like a speech. Salvas was hilarious. I wish I'd filmed it even to this day. I'd love to have that on camera. It was amazing. I love I loved Salva, but I love drunk Salva even more or Tipsy or whatever. I think it's quality. Uh, but yeah, we didn't we didn't do anything outrageous, unfortunately. I'll have to make amends for that sometime in the future, I think. You you boys can help me for sure. For yeah, I remember when you were in the tour, G. That was outrageous, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm glad looking back that was in COVID times. Jeepers. <laughs> I, I partied like as if I won the tour. <laughs> <laughs> I just like jumped on the bandwagon. I said before, it was kind of like a wedding day, except I was a bride this time. There were so many people that I knew there. Like, oh, it was great, wasn't it? Yeah. Do you remember that tour of Britain, G, where I was meant to be right? He kept trying to steal the only job I had off me because he wanted to get on the front so you didn't have to actually race. <laughs> well, I wanted to do coming, something. He's coming on the radio all the time, Luke. Oh, Taylor, it's right. You can, you can G will ride for a bit. G will ride for a bit. <laughs> you know what it's like, though. <laughs> You don't have the legs to do anything in the final. You're like, well, I need to do something for the boys. So we had a good time that week. Uh, I remember the uh, couple beer stops on the bus. It was mega. <laughs> yeah, good times. <laughs> Tayo, let's talk about the Giro a bit then, because that's obviously like, you know, that's a defining moment of your career. 
you know, to win a Grand Tour, win the Giro, I mean, it's huge. And seeing you do seeing you do that from from a TV was, uh, you know, it's a race that further it got into the race. I didn't watch the first bit, but as it become apparent that you were in with a shout, you know, I watched every day, and it was, yeah, just amazing to see, really. And um, like, talk us through it. So you're halfway through. What's obviously G G's done a back backflip. You're not really like right in the mix, but you're off. Were you thinking, right, I can podium here, I can win? Or were you just going to say, right, I'll just do what I can? Or um, I, Yeah, I don't know. I think, like, there was a, there was a stage that finished in Rocker, Rocker something where I took, like, 45-odd seconds from all the GC guys. But it kind of went under the radar because uh, there was a break up the road. Castro um, got second to Ruben, my ex-teammate. Um, so like I think even the cameras didn't even watch me cross the line or anything. It was it was quite good in a way. I took back like a lot of the time that I'd I'd lost. Um, well not a lot, but some of the time I'd lost up until that point. Um, and that gave me a bit of confidence. But it was still like a filthy day. It was freezing. It was wet. So you never really know if that's like a real. I don't know. Like obviously, I, no one was watching me as well. So I just rode away and and no one really chased or anything. Um. But that kind of gave me a bit of confidence because, uh, yeah, the day the only the only GC day we'd had prior to that was obviously in Sicily when when um, when G crashed and that was yeah just a shit day for everyone to be honest. Um, and even the next day, like everyone was super quiet. Morale was uh, pretty low on the on the bus as we were getting a ferry back to Italy. So. Um, I think then it was like just waiting when it was just waiting, waiting, waiting. And then the TT went really well. Um, I think in the race, I even thought it was the middle TT. I thought it was going maybe even a bit better than it did results wise. But obviously then when you take out the guys like Ganner and Rowan and stuff, yeah. it, you look at the GC, it was, it was a big step forward. Um, and then, yeah, I think after the first stage and then it will change really. Um, of course, there's always like the question of if you can back it up, but, um, I'd always like to think that so far in my career I've been fairly consistent when I've had like a good day it's not suddenly disappeared out my legs the next day or a week later so um, yeah I think like actually it, more of it goes back to like 2019 Vuelta because I had a really bad start to that race with like sickness and stuff but then in the last week I felt really really good and again it went like a bit under the radar which is it's probably a good thing, but um, that gave me a lot of confidence moving forward and just built on that in the Giro, really, because that was my first Grand Tour since since that World Tour. Change your life? Um, Change your bank account? We'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, Luke. I think, uh, I guess it's been a weird winter, hasn't it? Like, different, um, like you've always said, you've partied hard and and all of that, I definitely haven't done any of that. Um, don't know, I think for now, I would say, you know, um, waking up every day, riding the bike and doing efforts and uh, training hard and looking forward to racing and, and uh, excited to get back racing with, with everyone and and with all the all the boys here, really, and, and obviously you boys that aren't here as well. So, yeah, for now, I would, I would definitely say no, but um, we'll see, see how it goes. I feel... I want to like keep the momentum. I think um, 
I'm really excited to get back racing, to be honest, and they're all in good shape here now. So I'm kind of looking forward to getting a number on my back, really. Yeah, I was going to say, confidence-wise and stuff, you must have, uh, well, I must have been big for that. Yeah, I mean, prior to to um, the Giro, I had only won two pro races and it was in the same week. So to double your uh, scores on the board or whatever you called, then... Uh, yeah, that's mm. a big difference, isn't it? First World Tour win as well. I'd only won them two stages of Alps prior to the Giro. So. You've won five races now because you won two stages. Uh, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Wow. Not many. Yeah, Not bad, though. Five races, you won the Grand Tour. It's nuts. <laughs> How <laughs> many have you won in your career, Jake? Yeah, hey? that's true. How many races have you won? Oh, let's not ask each other this. Lost count, mate. No, it don't matter in the end, does it? Like, I don't think anyone's walking around saying how many races they won. That's that's what I was going to say. Like, it's about, like you said, it's about the the specific ones, huh? Yeah, I mean, I've only won two, but one was a stage of sun tour. Bam. British champs next year, <laughs> no, Luke? Yeah, hopefully. Gee, how many have you won? 30? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I'd guess Roughly 20. 20. Wait. I'd guess Funny. Um, Teo, you you got a lot of nicknames, haven't you? Let's move on to them. I'm gonna I'm gonna reel off a few that I know off the top of my head. Tell me if there's any more. Tapas. Yeah, I that's from you. you. I You're literally you only you. Yeah. Like you are Spanish, really. Uh, Wiki. Who 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 named you that? I've only ever heard Wow say that. But anyway, yeah. Wow. Because Teo yeah. has got the answer to every question, so he's named Wikipedia. Um, Hart, <laughs> Marco rhymes with Gegenhart. That, that's a Does it? crap one. No, it's like Gegenhart, Braveheart, you know. Uh, I think, I think that started the way uh, when G won the Dauphiné because I did a mad undercut on my hair. Uh, I think, I think, uh, that started then with Marco, yeah. Th- Thomas Shelby as well, or just Shelby. That's another one, Nick, because your haircut. I've never heard that before, but. I gave it to one. Oh, that's what oh we call God. you behind your back, mate. Oh, my God. Is there any more? <laughs> the flying ginger. Uh, from that <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't think Inspiring so. Inspiring gingers all over the world. Yeah, showing them to believe. I'm not really even ginger anymore, mate. That's the problem. Get out. I've got to wear no, my I'm sunglasses not. to look at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've been missing out on some sun here, Luke. Oh, yeah. I know, look Hot at me today. in white, like a ghost. <laughs> so I've you got... Give Eddie uh, Dunbar a run for his money, Luke. Need <laughs> sunglasses to look at him as well. Um, so when I realised we were having Teo on, because I'm uh, you know, organised and that, I realised we've got two massive Arsenal fans here. And you both, you know claim you're the biggest fan oh I got a jersey off a player and I went on the pitch and you both claim to be the ultimate Arsenal fan so I thought I haven't been been on the pitch Luke only the big dogs get that treatment every other tweet is like oh the gunners and all this so I just thought I'd do a quiz off and see who is the (laughs) ultimate fan so I'm going to ask you each three questions three questions so we'll, we'll alternate so we'll start with G who is Arsenal's leading goal scorer 
ever in history. That's easy. Is it? Uh, yeah. I don't know it, but I'm, I'm guessing it's Henri. Thierry Henri. Correct. For, for, uh, you, yes. You're not going to get a bonus point, but how many goals do you think he scored? Well, I actually had a, a quiz about this. You know, like when obviously quizzes were big the last year with COVID and stuff. And there was one about top 10 Premier League goal scorers. And I'm sure it's like around sort of, it's over 200, like 220, 230, somewhere. Like so I'll just say two, 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 eight. Bang on. What? Two, two, eight. Bang on. Lying. You're lying. <laughs> I'm calling corruption on this quiz. That is unreal. No way. Yeah, Thierry Henry, top goal scorer, two to eight goals. That's a point for G. <laughs> top Question one for you. Now, this is quite an up-to-date question. How many points have Arsenal got in the current season as we speak? Um, don't know. 20... Uh, what is it like? Eighteen games, I think, have been played on that. Twenty-eight. Oh, so, yeah, eight. twenty-eight. Twenty-seven. Oh, and you just said twenty-eight. <laughs> I knew oh, that. Mate. Yeah, fair one. One off. Right. So after round one, G's leading one nil. Um, <laughs> G. Question two. So the Arsenal's. It's the Arsenal's. Um, Arsenal, a nickname. <laughs> I don't know much about football, obviously. Um, Arsenal are nicknamed the Gunners. Why and how did they get this nickname? Uh, well, obviously, people who made those guns, what a, uh, you know, the big cannon gun things, they started the team. Yeah, I'll give you that. Where? Whereabouts? London. Where in London? <laughs> come on, G. That's not the question. Oh, come on. That's the question, Luke. Woolwich, one point for Teo. Done. Oh, is it Woolwich? Yeah. All right, I'll give Woolwich, you a point. Arsenal. Point, point each. So it's... Um... Arsenal got 27 points in the league. Boom. Another point for me. <laughs> yeah, so Arsenal um, were formed by a group of cannon makers in 1886. So we there got we two go. points for G. And, and I'll give Teo one for that, for the exact... Did you see my um, Christmas present that I posted on Instagram, Luke? No. No. Oh, yeah, Cannonball. Yeah, that was from that um, that site where that gunnery was. My old man did a. He used to be a set builder. He was doing a film there, and they had to dig out a massive trench, and he dug up a fifty kilo cannonball, and then just had it in his house for thirty years. Didn't say anything, and gave it to them Christmas Day, as you do. Well, that's. That's pretty cool. I'm not getting a point for it. <laughs> 50 kilo. Yeah, 40, 50 kilo, I reckon. It's, I mean, yeah, maybe 40. It's, I mean, I, I had a 20 kilo kettlebell and it was much heavier than that. Imagine getting that right. out of under the Christmas tree. Mate, it was, it was both, both arms for me, it was to get it off the ground. Where is it now? Uh, it's still, still, yeah, hand luggage. Yeah, yeah, I brought it here from Jim. <laughs> So, right, where am I? Um, yeah, G's on two, G's on two, Tails on one. Question number two for Tail. 
Who has got the most appearances ever in the history of the team? Um, uh, Tony Adams. Wop, wop, wop. David Seaman. Oh, that was going to be my other guess. Um, or Lee Dixon. David Seaman. David Seaman. So, um, yeah, after two rounds, Teo, you lose by a point. So, G, if you get this, you can't lose. Um, Oosh. Who is the player with the most red cards ever in the history of the Gunners? Uh... Who was a bad man? Who was feisty? Ah, uh, well, thinking about who was feisty and stuff, I'd say Vieira. Uh, so I'd just go with him. Final answer? Yeah. Correct. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he had eight red cards in the history. In, um, yeah, the time he played for. It's hard to tell who's a plastic fan anymore these days, isn't it, with Google? <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. So, so yeah, tell you if you've, you've lost, but you can, you know, you can at least get one of your questions right. Consolation. How many times have Arsenal been relegated from the Premier League? Zero. Yes. Good boy. Good question. And he's the only club in Britain to have never been out of the first division, actually. Correct. I think since 1919, from memory. Yeah, something like that, yeah. <laughs> Never been uh, relegated. So, Teo, you might tweet about them all the time, but you're not a fan. Um, nah. Gee, it's nice to see you supporting your football team. Real fan bases in Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First yeah, win of the year, I like it. Cheers, boys. Yeah. First win in the last couple of years, isn't it, G? Since the tour, <laughs> but I'm telling you, you know, it's my proudest moment, though. Yeah. Hey, no, you won that crit where you did in Shanghai, G. That was a big win. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Uh, considering the shape I was in, that was some effort. That was. You look like a cannonball there, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, yeah. But you don't win the tour very often, do you? So you got to celebrate, like. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't won it very often. Um, <laughs> so, Tapas, final question we ask everyone. Then we'll let yep. you boys go to dinner. Um, if you could go for dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would it be? And also, what would you eat three courses? Um, I've been thinking about this the whole call because you dropped it on me just before and you in your uh, Lucro way. And uh, oh, it's a hard question, actually. Um, I think I would like narrow it down because I think it would be, if you know, if you had three random people, it would be, wouldn't be maybe the best conversation, even if it's three like amazing different people. So I think I'd go um, Killian Journey, who's a um, like endurance skier and runner from near where I live in Andorra. Uh, just over the border in Catalonia. Um, he's done some mad things, like gone up Everest twice in a week, um, won all these 100-mile races, running uh, schema races, all this stuff. So he's 
pretty interesting. Got some interesting ideas about training and altitude and I don't know, different world from us, but it's pretty similar. Then I think Gerard Piquet, Barcelona player. Um, he's just bought the local football club to me again in, in Andorra. He's Catalan as well, actually. Um, and yeah, he's got a real interest in business on the side of his um, football career at Barcelona. So I think it'd be pretty interesting to learn about everything that he's doing. And then uh, I don't know the third one. I think maybe... Not sure. See, the one person who came to mind was Flamini. I don't know if you know who that is, Matteo Flamini, but he's uh, he was an Arsenal player actually, but he's um, gone into like business and he's got a patent for like the, um, what they call like the future of petrol or something like hydro fuel. Okay. His business owns like the, the patent for that. Um, I don't know, I think it's pretty interesting when you think about what you want to do after your career, like them type of people who are doing like a lot of different stuff. Um, obviously all related to sport, but then they're all doing massive things on the side. So, Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. People are sports stars, but with business on the side, there's a common theme there. Yeah, and also like, um, like really innovative as well, I think, like what they're doing, like PK owns some of uh, Roland Garros, I think it's called, the French Open, yeah. um, and obviously just bought Andorra, um, and yeah, I think he has some other stuff for his company as well, so it'd be pretty interesting to learn about that and how it works and how you balance it as well, I guess. Fair one. Hey, Teo, talking about yeah. uh, sportsmen that diversify, what about Bellerin and his clothing thing? What do you think of that? Like his fashion sense, you mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, not Terrible really for me. Now. Like, yeah, I just not really into that type of fashion, like Burberry. And I mean, I, no, that's not true. I think some of the stuff they do is cool, but it's just not really my, not really the type of clothes I wear. So, but I, I, if he want, he can wear what he wants in the end. I don't care. Who is this guy? He's a uh, defender he's for Arsenal, but oh man, yeah. the clothing is just wacky, you know. He's got his own yeah, I don't know. I guess it's pretty normal in Hackney, some of that stuff, mate. So maybe not. True, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't see that in Canada, I don't know. No, I'm guessing not. Yeah. I don't know. Like, uh, now he just wears like some pretty out there, like high fashion stuff. And so different, I guess, isn't it? I don't know. There one. And, w- and what are you and your guests going to eat, start a main dessert? And what are you going to wash it down with? Uh, Probably near enough full uh, full Italian like uh, Arancini um, starter. Uh, love a bit of that uh, pizza main with like a nice big salad and um, some good like, have- hams and. Yeah, I was gonna say what are you having on the pizza. Yeah, again like some type of cured cured ham I think. Um, yeah, like uh, Nuja, is it called something like that or yeah pepperoni something. Nice ham, and then I love pudding. I'd have like five puddings if I could. Probably tiramisu or like a chocolate fondant with ice cream when it's like hot and cold. I love that. Um, and then yeah, red red wine, Luke, and maybe a bit of dessert wine, a few cocktails after. Nice, solid. Do, do you know I your just, wine? No, nah, not particularly. Um, red nah, wine, rosé. Just, just just drink it, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Good man. Yeah. Happy days. Happy days. Well, Teo. All right, boys. Been a pleasure.
Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Cheers, for boys. Coming. See you at dinner in about five minutes. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Save me a spot. We'll do. Right then, boys. Take care. Drop. Cheers, man. Cheers, ciao. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao.